when I am getting to know someone new, I want to know what they're interested in, you know, where they see themselves in five years, and, like, do you ever have any interest in running your own business? Because I think that's so sexy. It's so hard, but someone who wants to work for themselves, like, create their own schedule, like, I can't wait where I'm able to travel, and I'm, like, I'm striving for better for life. Yeah, and sometimes it's not even... You can't be looking for a guy that has all of those things. Like, you need to be working on yourself. And then that guy will, like, walk into your life. Like, you shouldn't... I would never go out seeking, looking for a guy. I mean, past tense college me was boy crazy. Like, yeah. Like, that would be amazing for someone awesome to walk into my life and let's, like, hang out at a bar where, you know, like, a better opportunity to meet someone or go home with someone. But, like, it's just... I just feel like my mindset has grown so much. Where, like, I definitely, I know myself better and, like, what I'm looking for in my relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, I've grown a lot from that. Yeah. I feel like so many girls, like, I still now even, like, even post-grad, whatever, like, so many girls just feel that they, that, I don't know, they just expect, and it's not, I feel like it's almost subconscious and kind of socialized to me that way in a way. I think it's very, like, I don't even think girls realize they do it a lot of the time. It's yeah. It's so socialized how how girls talk all the time, like, when they're talking with their friends and stuff. I feel like yeah. I have to, like, be that friend that's, like, well, I, I feel like sometimes hanging out with certain girls, group friends, or groups of girls that are friends, I've noticed that they, like, all, just the conversation they have is just, like, so socialized to be centered around, like, finding a man one day. Yeah, or, like, I don't even know, like, oh, what are you guys doing? Where is he taking you? How much is he spending? What did he get you? Mm-hmm. You know, did he pay for it? And I think it's all awesome, like, you know, if you can both go out on a date and split the meal, like, that's awesome. And I also think it's really difficult for, like, once people get into a relationship to expect the guy to do everything. Mm-hmm. Like, that's also not fair. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and we had, last night we had gone out, and me and you both saw, like, probably, like, three, two or three girls just crying over a guy. Like, it's not worth it, ladies. Like, do not, or men, like, do not get your hopes up on a girl or a significant other or partner when they're making you feel like shit, like... Yeah, if somebody makes you feel insecure, cut that shit off right, right, right fucking now, ladies, right now. Because you can, like, if you just focus, like, I don't know, I feel like people, I always feel so, I actually, I don't feel the pressure. People try to make me feel pressure, like, oh, are you dating one of them yet? Like, have you, you know, are you interested in anybody? Like, like, that's not my fo- I'm focused, yeah. I mean, like, yes, but, like, no, at the same time, like, that's not my main priority. Like, that's probably, like... I mean, maybe that'll time that time will come where that's like the main priority. But like, and I, I mean, it's like something that like I aspire to have a relationship. Yeah. You know, scientifically, it makes you healthier when you like have a love bond with someone or whatever. But I don't know, just the way relationships are so social socialized lately. Like, I yeah. feel like my relationship is gonna be very like out of the out of the ordinary, out of the norm when I finally find somebody. So I'm like. Yeah, but I'm you're like, doing it right. You're waiting, and it's like, and I understand like it can be difficult around the holidays. Everyone. Like, going home and someone is asking, who are you seeing? Or are you seeing anyone? Are you interested in anyone? Like, Mm -hmm. it's like my life doesn't revolve around someone else. Like, I'm out here trying to do things, trying to create a future. And maybe right now you're not looking for anyone or maybe you don't want anyone. And I know when I had entered my relationship, it was out of the blue, wasn't expecting it to happen. And I honestly was just working on myself. And that sounds so cliche, but, I don't know, you you learn so much about yourself where I think it's easier to open up to someone else when you figure out who you are first. Yeah, 100%. Because if you don't know who you are, then, honestly, you're wasting other people's time, too. Like, it's honestly, like, it's terrible for you. Like, just it's setting yourself up for toxic relationships when you just jump into them. Yeah. And it also just, like, is bad for the other person because 
when you don't know who you are, like, if pe- people have a perception of you that they want to have. So when you don't know who you are and it doesn't match up with what they perceive, it's just going to set your relationship for, up for failure. So it's just so mm-hmm. important for women to just focus on themselves. Obviously, like, think about what you want in a man. Like, I feel like you have to go through, like, kind of hard relationships in the past or a lot of, like, exploring, even yeah. with your sexuality. I, like, I honestly think it's so important to, like, I mean, everyone's, I, I respect modest women, I respect hoes, whatever you want to call them, whatever. I respect, <laughs> I respect girls, that do, like, I feel like Just I do myself, you. Yeah, do you, like, I respect all, I feel like you almost need a little of both, like, I, I mean, for instance, like, the past two years, like, I, so, I haven't had sex for real since last spring break, but before that, I was, like, getting that, like, I was getting it, because I, <laughs> I'm a good flirt, and I don't really feel, sh- I was going through a period where I was, like, trying to get rid of that shame that you always feel, yeah to like oh you shouldn't like hook up with this person. like if I feel a connection with someone which is like a kind of rare but also kind of I don't know I can get along with a lot of people like I'm not gonna feel shameful like if he doesn't want to hook up but I'm also I think this is where girls get messed up is like they and we talked about this last night like when you have that hook, initial hookup you think oh this could like women think so futuristic like oh this could potentially go somewhere or like this could think, turn into a relationship yeah. and it's like it I I don't I've learned over the years not to think that way because yeah, I know. I know if someone's right for me or not. Like, I might hook up with them, but I might know in the back of my mind, like, I'm not gonna date this person. So I don't really care if they're. I don't trip about them with other girls. Like, I have some guys that I'm like friends with benefits with. We talk about our other girl, like our significant others. We talk about our sex life, like very openly with each other. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like everyone needs to feel comfortable in their sexuality as well, with inside and outside of a relationship, or even just without even having sex. Yeah. Like, since spring, I mean, since last, or like I said, I haven't had sex since spring break. But I learned a lot from that, too. So there's a lot to learn from being, like, open with your sexuality, and there's a lot to learn from being modest and, like, being yeah. as well. There's a lot to learn from both sides. I don't think any woman should shut themselves off completely. No. Either. And I think it's so important to learn about your sexuality, to explore, to figure out what you're comfortable with. And I'm still, like, working through all of that. And I know, like, in my relationship, it's awesome that I'm able to, like, bring up new things I want to try or feeling comfortable. Because I think if you think that your sex is boring – then you should do something (laughs) to spice it up. And if it's weird and uncomfortable, like, that's okay and that's good. Like, those awkward conversations are never easy for anyone in a relationship. It just gets easier over time. Like, if you're wanting to get some sex toys, if you're wanting to play dress up, if you want to talk in an accent, if you (laughs) want to get some butt plugs, like, you totally should go for it because you're just strengthening your bond and I think it's fun and our sexuality is like a really big part of our lives and it's so messed up how we feel so closed off not to talk about it and I get it like some people believe like oh like that's between you and your relationship and like your private like room but I mean as long as you're not going into details and getting explicit and maybe embarrassing your your partner I think it's okay to be open, open. yeah I agree I 100% agree it's okay to be open I just think um it's okay I wanted to say one more thing before um going back to like being in college about girls like you shouldn't feel ashamed for the amount of people that you've slept with because if a guy asks for your number dump it and about kind of like doing your own thing and just not caring necessarily just like not getting your hopes up for guys that maybe you were involved with mm-hmm. and kind of how that like had empowered you And I would say, like, going back to college, I was the type of girl that would get, like, easily, easily emotionally involved. I'm not sure if I showed it, but, like, a way of kind of, like, protecting myself, which I think I had grown, in a sense, from doing this, was just, like, 
I never liked going over to guys' house and sleeping over <coughs> and, excuse me, having the whole, like, walk of shame in the morning. <laughs> like, I've had plenty of walk of shame. <laughs> my thing was just, like, I was all about inviting someone to come over and then just, like, kicking them out afterwards. That's amazing. That's <laughs> equally as empowering. I'm here for so it. So, my way of, like, oh, like, even if I was into you, you know, I don't want you to stay over, like, leave my apartment. It's, That's like, true. my comfort space of, like, not being embarrassed. And it also was just, like, there wasn't all the time anyone I would just want to invite over to, like, my little den because I kind of felt like that was, like, my safe place, too. Mm-hmm. So, like... I just kind of learned in that sense of, like, yeah, guys, in a sense, like, they can definitely have, like, emotional, like, not emotionally involved sex. Oh, 100%. And I think that that's something that maybe females should learn how to do. I, I, in this, to that point, I think that, like, 100%, you're right, but I don't think it's, like, ingrained biologically that men just, like, don't, like, catch and feel or catch emotions during sex. I think that females are socialized to catch this feeling. And they're so, I, I think that, like, every, We're grown up thinking sex is so sacred, which, I mean, like... It's such a pure thing or something, and so, like, we feel like if we have sex with someone, even if it was probably just a random hookup, we're like, oh, like, I have to take this somewhere for the purity of my... Yeah, like, I can't <laughs> believe I just gave him my body. Yeah, but, like, I think that it's a very, like, it's empowering to know that, like, you can do whatever the fuck you want with your body, and it can mean exactly what you want it to. It doesn't have to mean what everybody else means it to. So if your conservative-ass dad tells you that you grew up with and your family told you, like, oh, this is that sacred thing, I mean, if that's what you want to believe, that's fine, but, like, every woman should know that it doesn't have to be that way. You are in complete control of your entire body, and you can... Yeah. You can do that if you want to, and you shouldn't have to feel shame, but I think a lot of... it's it's a It's a process learning that and kind of, like, unlearning certain norms of like getting emotionally attached yeah I, I did in college I feel the same like first two years of college I feel like it took it took me being in a relationship with someone that I kind of like unintentionally got emotionally attached to in a situation like that for me to yeah. realize these things and it's also one of these things like I wanted to make two points just by being in a relationship because I'm currently in one I have I, I don't like that I'm gonna say this but I almost feel like I have more self-respect for myself now that I'm in a relationship just because I see someone have so much respect for me and I know that like that's exactly what I deserve and I hate how I had to you know be in a relationship to like realize that because I feel like I was getting to that point Mm -hmm. but just you know when you surround yourself who view you and like support you and like like yeah like you should be respected and that does not mean just because like you just because you can do whatever you want with your body does not give anyone the permission to like abuse your body yeah or to touch you or you know because you dressed a certain way and they felt a certain way like the who you are does not invite anyone into your circle your area your body if you don't want them to Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter whatever they say like if it's not what you wanted it's not what you wanted yeah and that's that's okay i think some girls like settle so much because they feel like oh like well I don't know, they get this, it's like, it's a weird emotional attachment that I feel like we're socialized to fear, so then we feel like, oh, like, I just have to accept all the things that they do to me because I gave my body to them. And they love me, or they know me more, and like, no, like, if you don't like him, and I follow this, like, she's awesome, feminist, like, intersectional, like, knows her shit, Florence Gibbon, like, based out in the UK, and her whole mantra right now is dump him. Like, if he makes <laughs> you cry, dump him. If he doesn't support you, dump him. If he doesn't fucking get it, dump him. Like, you don't have time to sit around and 
hope for him to change, dump him. Because there's someone out there who gets it already. Men are not going to change. That's another thing I feel that we need to learn as females is, like, don't wait for them to change because they're not going to. I mean, they in in certain ways, yes. And that doesn't make them a bad guy. It's just, like, if you're not getting what you want out of a relationship... You deserve to get everything that you want out of it. Exactly. So just find someone more compatible. And, like, we're not over here, like, shitting on guys. It's, it's just, yeah. you know, your happiness is most important. 100%. And to that point of, like, it's not necessarily it means that they're a bad person. That's so 100% true. I feel like women get caught up, like, well, he's nice, but, like, there's yeah. no reason why I should stay with him. Or, like, he does this for me, but, like, this irritates me, and this is why I want to leave. But, like, you, like does we, it make we, any we, sense? Like, no, yeah. if you don't feel it you don't feel it and you can just accept it for not feeling that it doesn't feel right like just because he's a great guy or he's a nice guy like if you don't have to be like you don't have to feel guilty for not wanting to be because every other guy was a shit bag and because the one nice guy you know is kind of a shit bag but he's nice 95 percent of the time <laughs> like you know he's still five percent shit bag so like, you, you said this to me at one point i was like sometimes i feel like those like nice guys or whatever I don't know how much I believe in the whole, like, universe, like, giving you signs and shit like that yet. I'm still coming to terms with that. But, like, I mean, I feel like how you said, sometimes God, like, gives you, throws you a little someone and be like, this is what you could have. But, like, there's even better. Like, like I don't know. Like, I've met some great guys in my time. But I just, because I've met them and I have such great guys in my circle, as, like, even my friend group. And even certain guys that I'm just friends with benefits with that I couldn't necessarily see myself with. I know that there are good guys out there. So, why would I settle then? Like, if I know that I don't, I'm not feeling it 100%, but I know there's good guys, like, why settle? Like, you know that they're out there. You just have to be patient. And you have to work on yourself, too. Because sometimes what we visualize ourselves with is not who we, we are, are right? Yet. Yeah, right and now. And we're working towards it. And 100%. That's, and that's, like, totally okay. Yeah. With all this being said, how do you think you've grown from your past relationship? And, like, a little context, um you know, post one year breakup, dated a guy for a year. How are you feeling and what did you learn? Um, so I've only had one relationship in my life. Well, I, let me rephrase that. I've had one like serious relationship in my life. I've like kind of had like flings here and there and like one other guy that we called it official, but it was nothing. But the one relationship I did have was my sophomore year of college and that was not a healthy relationship. It was toxic. It was just not good for me, but I because I felt attached and I felt like it was almost insecurities of myself of why I said like oh like it's gonna take me forever to find somebody new like I'm gonna have to like go through this whole process and everything and so I stayed with him for a long time because I just didn't I was nervous of finding anybody or like that there wasn't somebody else out there that could actually because there were certain things he did I liked like I obviously liked him I want to stay with him just because he was like you know like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. there's certain things you like about someone but you have to realize when when it's the right time to leave, regardless of if there's attributes you like. So I guess that's one thing I learned from my past relationship was knowing when is the right time to cut someone off. There's never being... a right time. Yeah, and, like, and well, I mean, to a certain extent there is because I feel like something I struggle with is, like, because I do want to cut off toxic people, you know, but, like, it's, like, learning to be patient with people. Like, who do you want to be patient with and who do you want to actually remove yourself with completely? Because some people have toxic moments. It's impossible. There's no one human that's just, like, perfect and, like, entirely not toxic like everyone has toxic moments it's just learning about who's worth whose character is worth actually like sticking by in those toxic moments you know so I feel like that's another thing I learned from that relationship was like because he wasn't all bad but I had to learn that like you can't just focus on one good or one bad you have to find someone whose bad matches up with yours too you know or whose toxic you know if that makes sense so yeah 
I don't know, learning that in the relationship. And also learning, like, if a man, like, I mean, knowing your personality type, I am a very independent person. I'm an only child. Like, I need to, I, I, I'm an Aquarius. Like, I need freedom. <laughs> like, I need, I need nobody tell me what to do. Like, I need openness. I need space sometimes. I just need to feel like I'm not being, like, confined or held down. And, like, I was with somebody who was very traditional and kind of saw traditional gender roles as they were and, like, typical relationships. I felt like his little puppy dog trophy. Like, I mean, like, we are both, like, I feel like I love the concept of us as a couple, but it was never genuinely, like, in my heart. It was, like, the look of it. Because we both look good at the same style and stuff. So, like, there's certain, you got to be careful of, like, not yeah for materialistic things like what was the thing you said last night about the gold like don't chase shiny things yeah something because like that's entirely what it was like on the surface everyone was like oh y'all look so good together and we fucking did we looked amazing together <laughs> but like and we were not meant to be together at all we were I, yeah. I don't know about him but i was unhappy and i know i was probably making him unhappy he put yeah. all of his insecurities onto me and i didn't know how to handle that but i mean that all that being said i when i broke that relationship off like it was the absolute hardest like six to three year month like it took me a long I feel like I didn't get over it officially until like a year ago really but I always knew that it just wasn't right so I never felt back like you just have to stay strong in your belief you gotta at that point you just gotta cut your feelings off and just think logically this is not right for me I know feelings wise I would literally just want to like say fuck it just go like I'm gonna hang up and go stay the night with him tonight yeah like I mean obviously we have times where we slip up but just knowing don't get back with that man because like yeah and I, I, I don't know how I did it. I don't know how I stayed, like, not with him, because there were so many times I felt like caving and, like, trying to work it out with him again, but I just didn't, and I, that was the best decision I've ever made in my life. I ended up traveling the world after that. I probably would not have done that with him. I feel like I actually learned what I want to do in my career. I really, like, started to learn about myself and learn how to be alone and learn how to, like, accept And it's okay to be alone, even if it's scary. Yeah, so my last relationship was... So it was tough during, it was tough after, more tough, honestly, I would say more, it was more difficult afterwards, because in the relationship, even though I was unhappy, I was comfortable, I was, like, used to the same things, I was emotionally attached to him, like, that's what I was used to, and we literally pretty much lived together, so we were together a lot, and obviously when someone's in your life that much, it's weird when all of a sudden they're gone. Yeah, it's like, you want to call them and tell them, like, hey, like, this is what I did today, and it's like, oh... (laughs) <laughs> who am I gonna talk to now like yeah, I just it's learning and it's if that it was the hardest process but the most worth it and so I feel like sometimes things have to get worse before they get better I guess emotionally because like and that's where I think a lot of women fear when they're in relationships that they don't want to get out like they're scared to get out of is they fear because it is it is gonna be harder it's so like, scary it's so scary and nerve-wracking and anyone who's left someone that they've been with for so long it's a complete adjustment but guess what like it's you, so worth it yeah it's you so were already it. doing it before you met him yeah so it's okay, yeah. and you're not the first one to go through it, and you won't be the last person to do it either. Yeah, and I, did, I just, like, 100%, I think, like I said, some women are so scared to go through that process, because it does, it takes a lot of personal growth, a lot of, like, but you know what, when you go through that shit, I feel like I came out of that, and I was like, I am the strongest bitch ever. Like, I, I actually felt, it was a hard process, but I think it takes difficult emotional situations sometimes for you to actually grow and learn about yourself. And I'm not saying it always takes that, because I've learned, like, it was, like, 2016, we talked about this, 2016 was a weird fucking year, and I can sure everybody listening to this podcast can relate. I cannot tell you one person who has said 2016 wasn't absolute shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so depressing. Yeah, but that said, like, I feel like I learned in that year that you, I feel like it, for a while I felt like, oh, you can only learn from negative things. Like, you have to go through a negative experience to get positive growth. You know, I kind of felt like kind of a bad perception of the yin-yang concept, I guess. But you can learn just as much from, you learn from everything, you know? But all that, 
Yeah. And travel the world after that. And I yeah. learned so much about myself through positive experiences as well. So you don't yeah. just have to learn through negative. All that being said, that's kind of a side note. Probably cut that out. But yeah. <laughs> Well, I wanted to get back into like demeanor and just kind of like my view mm-hmm. on shiny things. It's so easy like when you're navigating through a relationship and having feelings towards other people who are not your boyfriend and feeling very like weird and guilty. But you also have to remember, like, to not be attracted to shiny things because even though something looks really great on the outside, it's not as perfect and clear when you get up close to it. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that can be just self-sabotaging behavior. And sometimes I have to bring myself back to that just because, like, every guy before my boyfriend was toxic. And so it's, like, kind of cleansing yourself of just, like, toxic traits that you do have. And I'm sure everyone has something toxic about them. And it's just, like not falling back into those steps and so kind of going back to what I've even learned when you're like I used to do this all the time if I was ever out to dinner at a bar at somewhere else all I saw was the guy I was attracted to and nothing else it wasn't like I was paying attention to him or picking up on his demeanor or his character or his humor I was just like oh my gosh he's attractive we'll look good together that's all I need to know and then it's like oh I end up talking to him and like he's dumber than a box of rocks can't carry conversation or he's actually just really boring and not funny and so it goes a lot more than just like beauty because even like you kind of like mentally convinced yourself like once you had that physical attraction you tried to like almost mentally convince yourself that they had the qualities that yeah they're perfect yeah Yeah. like did well like you get up there and you're like oh my god like I wouldn't be hanging out with you. Like, if you had a bio on your Tinder and it described yourself, I would have swiped left. (laughs) Like, there's no way we actually would be hanging out right now. And, like, kind of brings me into, like, my next point. Like, how do you feel about, like, online dating versus real life dating? Because, like, I would say most of my friendships and relationships, like, the successful ones have been from online because I feel like I can vet people a little bit better than in real life. Because it takes more time. Online, I'm like, what qualities do you have? X, Y, Z. If you don't fit it, bye. Block. Ghost. Yeah. Real life, it's like people put on, like, this facade of, like, who am I? Who am I trying to, like, pretend to be? So So you don't feel like social media puts on a facade? Because I think social media is 100%. Almost more But you dig deep. Like, if you're having that conversation and you're, like, actually, like, you're nothing what you put yourself out there to be. Yeah. Because I feel like it can only go so far. Pictures can only go so far. Yeah. Um, hold on. I had a brain fart, or like a brain blast for a second, because you also didn't answer the question. You asked me a question. I wanted to hear your opinion on okay. it, too, of like yeah. what you learned from previous relationships. And you don't oh. have to go super in-depth, but like is, what a significant relationships have you had that kind of, and how did it change your... To be honest, my... This is going to sound a little like dark, But it's just, like, don't count on your significant other to just, like, have all the answers for you. Because I feel the moment you start depending on them to do everything for you and, you know, to be there for you and to be 100%, I mean, like, that's all perfect. You want that. But as soon as they kind of can't provide, like, don't be so quick to give up on them. Because, like, that's not a relationship either. Like, a relationship is a lot of, like different parts of like the relationship coming together and like just making it like you know one so if something goes wrong like don't just like throw it out for quits so what I've learned is kind of not to count on the person 100% yeah and I know well if you can't count on them why would you why are you with them but I mean like honestly like 
No, actually, I there's this podcast. It's just one I sent you before the unfuck your brain one. She has a podcast about trust, and her name's Carol Lonsdale. It's, I probably fucked that last name up, but she's so great. But she had a podcast all about trust and how trust is more like there's not really like abstractly speaking, like you can't physically trust other people until you or you can't yeah like, trust other people until you completely trust yourself. So trust isn't even like a actual like oh I can't trust somebody like. You have to be able to rely on yourself for things first before you can, like, expect yeah, to be like, if they're a good person or whatever. I trust you not to cheat on me. Like, you know, I trust you to... It's all su- what like, boundaries you've communicated yeah, in the relationship. Like, I trust you to support me, you know, and to encourage me, but I'm also not asking you to hold my hand through everything. Yeah. You know, like, if I'm not getting the reaction that I want, like, like I'm not going to be mad at you. Like, again, like, you can't read my brain. And sometimes there's even, like, tiffs about just, like, oh, like... How am I supposed to know? Like, you can't read your mind. And so, just, like, not putting so much weight on your significant other because, like, that's not fair. Yeah, I agree. Agree. Because trust is honestly, like, that's a whole other podcast yeah. topic right there. <laughs> <laughs> trust. Yeah. No, really, because I feel like that has such an impact on relationship. Trust and communication in a relationship is, like, key. If you feel yeah. uncomfortable communicating with your partner, why are you with them? Yeah. If you feel even though, like, and I don't think you should, like, we talked about this last night, too, like, trust is, like, there's certain people we trust, but we don't trust every one person with everything. Like, yeah. I trust my dad with financial things. I trust my dad with certain things. I trust you with, like, emotional and, like, actual intellectual things. Like, you know, you trust different people yeah. with different things, and that's okay. Like, just because you don't trust someone in one aspect of their life doesn't yeah. mean that they're entirely bad. And I think that can carry into a relationship. But you have to set those clear boundaries in a relationship to know, what am I trusting you with? Like, what things do I have to, I know I can hold you accountable yeah. for? Yeah. What thing, like, how is this relationship going to work? And, like, once you set those boundaries, that is what the trust yeah. needs depend on. 100%. Like, stop holding people to standards you're not communicating with. Yeah, if like, you're not communicating a standard or, like, an expectation from someone, and you're still expecting it, like, and you're expecting someone yeah, to do something that you haven't communicated, like, then you're the one tripping, really. Like, you're yeah, like, tripping. you're over here mad in a corner, pissed off. But like, did you, did you say anything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm guilty of doing that. Yeah, and I know that, like, guys and girls both do that shit. Like, honestly, like, the way that men, men communicate is so weird, though. Like, I feel like, this is a conclusion I've come to with men, too, is, like, I think a lot of times men really don't have bad intentions. They just kind of are, like, they don't really, like, they just don't. They don't know how to think and communicate in in a way that we can connect to as well. Because they, they can communicate. Because we're so emotional. In a different way. So they, they think they're communicating, but they haven't learned how to effectively communicate with a female. And that, or, like, yeah. not even just gendering it, because everybody has different communication styles. But they haven't learned to communicate with their significant other in a way that's effective. And then they wonder why. The yeah. I was pissed off. I'm like, well, you did this. You didn't communicate effectively. Yeah. And you may have communicated in your own sense of the term, but you didn't communicate in a way that made sense to her. So that's your own fault. Yeah, I think the best way in a relationship to communicate is to overshare. If you think that this is, means nothing, you know, it probably means something. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, I'm just going to dinner with my friends. Well, you know, could you, if you would have just told me, it's not a big deal, can I come? Yeah. I just kind of want to know what's going on in your life because I care, not because I'm a stalker, just because, like, I still want to know the little things that's going on because, like, you just care to tell me and you're excited to do those things. Yeah. And see, for that being said, like, that's a boundary that you would want to set in a relationship. Because for me, like, I don't want to have to tell somebody where I'm at all the time. I don't want to have to communicate. And, like, like and that's me it's personally. It's not every like, single thing, though. It's just, like, but I know it works a birthday with, dinner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel, but that's what I mean. If people have different things that they want in a relationship and boundaries that they want to set, 
just, you have to communicate that with your partner. Not everybody has this, I feel like everyone has this, like, everyone, I feel like there's just, like, this, such a general, like, perspective of relationships. Some people just don't care. Yeah, and, like, I, I, like, like I said, like, I obviously want open communication, but I want to be able to trust the person enough where it's, like, I don't really care if you tell me, like, I don't, what did you do today? Like, just, like. I mean, yeah. obviously communicate to where it's, like, you're not just leaving me hanging. Like, don't, if I text yeah. you and I want you to hit me, like, let me know. Yeah. If you, like, like, you know, like, both of yeah. us have such spontaneous lives. Like, if something happens out of the ordinary, I'm not here to get yelled at for it. Because I don't, like, okay, like, we ended up somehow randomly showing up at this place and there was, like, two guys there. Or, like, you know, it was Yeah, I'm sorry for the like, extra male energy in the room. <laughs> yeah, like, that's fucking problem. <laughs> I didn't tell them I was coming. Yeah, like, I feel like for, especially for someone like us, like, when we have very spontaneous situations that happen in our life, like, I need a partner that's not gonna be pressed about fucking Or everything. mad or, like, upset, because I feel like that's, like, the biggest thing. Again, it's going back to trust. Like, if you can't hold on to a podcast, but if, like, you can't trust someone, like, you have nothing. Exactly. There's nothing. There's nothing there. And then you're, like, sitting there wondering why you're arguing all the time. It's because neither of you trust each other. And there's and, nothing. And there's nothing. <laughs> and it's literally, it's not about, like, oh, well, he cheated on me, and then I cheated on him. Like, Then why are you still together? Or why are you in a monogamous relationship? Why don't y'all just fucking admit to yourselves that you like being open and just communicate with each other and have an open relationship? Because clearly you're both doing it. When you guys, I feel like when people, couples cheat on each other all the time, it's like, y'all are literally stupid. Like, if you could just communicate with each other and be like, Like, okay, I still want to be with you, but, but the thing is, but though, I want to have is there, but they're, cool. but they're with someone <laughs> who doesn't want to continue having sex with other people. They did it one time to smite them and to, like, be awful and evil and show you how it feels. Well, well like, it's just, like, they don't feel, like, you know, like, oh, I'm hurt, but, you know, like, I'm still sexually attracted to, like, the next girl that walks by. Yeah, it's not, like, like, a like Jesus, I'm sorry, like... Then don't, like, then the thing is, though, is, like, you need to be man enough to just break it off with someone if you're going to want to, like, sleep with other women. Yeah. Do you be happy, but be upfront about it. It, re- it. Yeah, it really comes down to communication. Like, just be yourself. Yeah. Like, if the bound, like, this is the thing, I don't like cheating when I, this is the only time I don't like cheating. Like, it's natural to... You should like cheating at all. I don't like che- Okay, <laughs> cheating is, okay, let me rephrase this. Cheating is when... Like, there were boundaries set that we are exclusive, and it's just me and you, and you violated those boundaries. If prior to you doing that, we communicated, like, hey, I think we should try this, like, something open, like, it's kind of something I'm interested in, like, I, it's not anything personal to you, it's just something that I want to, like, try and experiment, and it can make us closer. And then you go, like, it's literally, then you set, then you've, you've expanded those boundaries, you've made different boundaries, and then it doesn't make it cheating, you've just done exactly what you communicated, and, like, you and if I mean? they're not for it, and I can understand, ladies, like, if you're not for this, like, that's fine, but, like, don't feel pressed about, like, holding a guy to, like, standards that maybe he's not, like, capable of having for himself. Like, I feel like people, like, like in history, like, make, like, when, like, a guy, or, like, a girl or a guy cheats in the relationship, it's literally, like, worse like than Like, they death. go into every relationship saying, I cheated on my ex-boyfriend. It's, like, literally it's like- the Scarlet A. Yeah, it's like you really didn't do anything that bad except for forget to communicate that that's what you were doing. <laughs> like, you violated I mean, trust. That's what you did. You didn't. You violated your you relationship if you exactly. didn't. It's it's just a violation to the relationship, though. It's like. So really you what they failed to do is communicate. It's not that they, that they wanted to be open, yeah. you know. But I feel like it's also different, though, too, if you're, like, going out and fucking someone else versus, like, if you're sitting there texting someone wishing you were with them versus your significant other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there are some relationships where I feel like certain people that are really conniving and fucking toxic, they, like, get off on the sneaky aspect of it. Yeah, like, no. that's why they like cheating. Like, there are people that are like that. Don't fuck with that shit. No. But, like, 
it really takes a special, and that's what I mean, like, for me, like, it's gonna take a special person, because I can see myself being in an open relationship sometimes, but, like, I know that's why, that's why I'm waiting, it's not all the time, I can see it, like, kind of, it's like a, it's like a flow, it's fluid, like, sometimes we're exclusive, sometimes I'm traveling, we're not together for eight months at a time, that's cool. Like, yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm not gonna just go out and do it and, like, get off on the fact that I'm, like, doing it behind his back, like, I would want to have someone I'm comfortable enough with, and, like, feel, like, comfortable in my own skin where I can be like, look, I feel like this is a moment where we should, like, stay together, but it's okay if we, like, start seeing other people a little bit. And that being said, like, obviously that's not going to work for everybody, but, like, if you're going to sit here and trip over cheating, you're committed to, like, if you're both cheating, you are committed to monogamy, you are not committed to the relationship. Yeah, you're just, (laughs) like, out here having a good time and hurting people while you're doing it. Exactly. (laughs) You're not even educated, you're just, like... Like, dirty. And then, and, then the, and then they always bitch, like, I can't even have a good time. I'm like, well, you could have a good time. <laughs> you just communicated it. <laughs> and there was and no then problem. she didn't want to be with you. That's why. Yeah. Ex- and it's like all this drama. It's like literally every drama. Not even just relationships. Every no, drama just, has answers, solutions. Just don't just, be with them. Communicate, like, communication and just, like, cutting them off if it's really that necessary. And that's what I mean. Sometimes you got to know, like, sometimes, like, I think it is important to work, like, not just completely cut it off sometimes. I think that's kind of like the irrational decision at times. Yeah, if you off. don't think about it and you haven't been pondering it, pondering, and you just they just piss you off, you're like, it's over. And, and then you'll break up and get back together like 30 fucking yeah, times. Yeah, it's like, it's not worth it. If you've gotten back together with your boyfriend more than two times, it's not going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I agree. <laughs> like, yeah. It didn't work out the first time, it's not going to work out the third time. Yeah. Second time's just a holding pattern. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, to look out for in relationships, like, because, I mean, I feel like I've even noticed this, too, which is why I, like, have kind of steered clear of just, like, jumping into a relationship, is, like, think about your cycle, like, your toxic cycle. Some things are subconscious things, like, certain relationships. Patterns. Patterns, yeah, relationship patterns that you find yourself drawn to. Like, if you, like, I feel like a lot of times girls are like, oh, all men ain't shit. Maybe there's something that you need to work on within yourself that you're attracting these certain types of men. Yeah, like, if you're, and again, no shade, but if you're only meeting guys... When you're blacked out, browned out, or high, or on anything, you know, they're probably not going to be there tomorrow. They're not going to remember, and then you can't be upset if, you know, you're not getting the attention that you wanted. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like that's something I've learned in my last relationship, and, like, how you asked me, like, how do I just, like, not care if a guy, like, looks good? It's just, like, I you just have to be able to, like, know when, so, like, like it's so easy to get caught up in like just the idea of things. Shiny things. Shiny they things. look great. And it's just like you, I, you gotta like learn not to. It's like a that. half open bag of chips. Like you Which know. Which is like literally <laughs> actually like a really good thing about a half half bag of chips is really like a full bag of chips because they fucking half ass pack that shit out. <laughs> packaging company. <laughs> but like you're sitting there like oh my god I can't wait for these lays they're gonna be so great and then you get to and you're like oh there's not even that much there it's like some guy that you're thinking is great and charming you get to know him a little bit and it's just like oh like you're a skis <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then like at the, and then you're almost like too absorbed in it too you're like well I'll try to convince myself that he's not a yeah skis. maybe Let he'll just, work like, on it you like you will li- and I've been I'm saying this because I've been there before you will literally search for reasons as to why they're a good person but you're but if you're having to look for reasons why they're a good person <laughs> guy that I was into a couple summers ago and I thought he was so funny and I kept thinking it was so funny but I had to force myself to think that he was so funny 
And then I would come back to times like, oh my god, like his humor is awful. He likes the worst TV shows. <laughs> and he thinks that like saying like the word retarded is hilarious because you know why? The office says it on TV. And I'm <laughs> just like totally acceptable. <laughs> yeah, no, and I'm just like, oh my god, like you're awful. Like you're like literally like the worst person. And, like, I'm sitting here, like, oh, well, like, he kind of made, like, a funny joke. Like, I think I could work with it. Like, at least I'm the funny one. Yeah, like, like, no, like. Work, I feel like women do that so much. Like, oh, I could probably work with it. No. No, like, no. if you have that thought, it's a red flag. Like, you, no, just yeah. don't. Yeah, agreed with Even if you're, like, oh, my gosh, like, he's maybe, like, the hottest guy I've pulled. No, like, he's not. Like, there's always better. Yeah, and I mean, like, look, I pulled some hot-ass men, but when I started talking to them, I was literally like, jeez, like, I, oh my god. And then they're not even cute afterwards, once you find out how dumb they are. Yeah, and that's why I've also- Vice versa. Yeah. And that's why I've also learned to, like, separate, like, sexual attraction versus, like, emotional attraction. And, like, I feel like so many people need to learn how to do that. Yeah, like, I I feel like I- I I hate to say this, because it's, like, I don't think it's just, like, a men's way of thinking, in terms of, like, they're just biologically like this, but I feel like I've just, like, learned how- like, I mean, I, I learn, I just don't get attached. Like, I know if someone's right for me, and I know, and I, but I can still hook up. If I, I, someone could annoy me, and I'll be like, all right, we can still hook up, but, like, don't take it, like, this isn't going anywhere. Yeah, but the thing is with that is, like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, I knew you were, like, trouble, like, the Taylor Swift song, and I know that sounds cliche, too, but, like, I'm still a little butthurt. Like, I expected it, but I'm still hurt. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, now what are you going to do? I'm going to, like, move on. And then that's what creates the very toxic pattern that, like, we have. And I figure that, like, the hub of all this is in college when you're literally looking forward to, like, like, meeting guys. But at the same time, like, when I went out, like, I never went out with the intention of meeting someone or going home it with someone. Happened. It, it happened. And, you know, I feel like I didn't, like, I never looked. You getting caught up for shiny things. So, like, where shiny things showed up, you're like, oh, shit, I didn't expect that. Yeah, like, I had such a fun night, and I look hot right now, like. Yeah. And it's, like, that's where it starts, because, like, every weekend you're going out for college. Like, every time, like, you're always having a fun time. Like, oh, shit, like, I ended up at this party, and this person's funny. Like. Yeah. But, yeah. I agree. So, back, we can go back now to, um... Well, I asked, like, do you like, um, like, online dating yeah, versus yeah. real life? Yeah. Um, so you and I are opposites. We've had this yeah. conversation. I remember you sent me this meme one time. It was just like, you're never gonna find anything organically like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like what? Like, I just met someone at the grocery store. We were both picking out the same vegetable. But, like, that know, never happens. No, it does. It does happen. I have so many friends that have met naturally that way. I've met friends that way. I don't. I have no. I I've met them. my friends naturally. You know. But I, I haven't met like I. I, I have I, never met someone significant. Oh yeah, that remember that one guy I told you about that I thought was awesome and worked at like the intercultural office on campus. Yeah. He was a huge dick. Well, yeah, that's why. Though you don't get your hopes up for them, obviously, but like. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I definitely, I, I mean, for me though, I just like don't like social media to begin with. I actually, I think it's so ingenuine. I think, I, I like Instagram. I don't use Tinder. I don't use Bumble. I have before, but honestly only to get drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like I just, I, it's not that I don't, it's just that I feel like it's not genuine, it's not my form of genuinity. Like I, I don't feel, I don't know. It's just such a surface level way of meeting someone like, like, for instance, I, I know it's possible. Like, Quentin and his man, you know how they met? He was at work, and, like, his boyfriend now, uh, I'm so Blake. His name's Blake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bad with names. But he's really cool. But anyway, they met because he was at work. At this, he worked at this place called Fayette Chill. And they have, like, a little coffee shop attached, and it's, like, a um, clothing store as well. Kind of like Patagonia, but 
Mm-hmm. Fayetteville. Um, yeah. And um, so the guy would always go to the coffee shop and he'd see him working at Fayetteville, the clothing part, and he's like, damn, like, I hope he's gay. Like, that's my man. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, he, um, so then they, that's how they met. They just met at the store and, like, Quentin was obviously eyeing him, too, a little bit. And at first, Quentin was kind of, like, shrug off face a little bit. But then they just, like, instantly just, like, they're, like, the perfect couple. And, like, they met, like, I would guess you would say, like, organically. <laughs> like, they didn't, like... On, like, in real life. But I guess that makes a difference, too, because, I mean, I know me and Quentin have this talk all the time. Like, it is different in being in a gay relationship, especially, like, like, Grinder is not, like, they don't really have ideal apps for, like, Gay guys. Online. It's yeah. all, like, sexually, like, I feel, like, prone. Like, everything yeah. is based, I don't know. And, it's, I mean, it's possible but like i wouldn't go on grinder we should make like, an app for like gay dating yeah we should that's actually like, like that's the next move yeah. yeah unless yeah we definitely should because like even quentin like sometimes you just get on there for confidence boost. He's like i'm not really here to date i'm just here for you to tell me i look good <laughs> no i'm trying to think of the like the most organic way i've met someone no but i mean like all my like i mean i met sam organically like i met him very like i mean that's just a very random example but i met like through experiences like you just meet people and i feel like i just don't I yeah. experience oh. too. I, I almost meet too many people like naturally that like I don't. I feel like it'd almost be like a fucking like damn. Yeah. There's so many fucking people. Well, like. I feel okay, and I think this is like just growing up in religion as why I had this thought process. Mm-hmm. But you know, I was always waiting for like God's perfect timing or God's moment of like or the guy God placing the right guy in my life. So like growing up in religion and then going to, like, a Christian university for, like, the first two years of college. I thought about that every time. Yeah, wild. Um, I gotta, after this, I gotta ask you why you did that. (laughs) (laughs) So, all of these girls here were always, like, ring before spring. So, the thing was literally, (laughs) was literally to get, like, engaged before, like, April. It happened all the time at this rock. Um, on campus, it was a small ass campus, probably like two thousand kids, like very small amount in each class. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're honestly looking in the cafeteria. Did God like make me see this guy get this bowl of marshmallows for and Lucky reason? Charms for a reason? Am I attracted to this guy for like a reason? And then like this has to be the one. Like I'm gonna marry this guy. Like he's the right one. Like, like I so organic. Yeah, like just I ran story. into him and then. The same guy ran me over with his bike. Honestly, so fucking embarrassing. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Obviously, wasn't paying attention and just ran me over. I'd be pissed. And I was like, oh my god. (laughs) God must have known that I had a crush on this guy. That's why he ran me over with his bike. In reality, he just had bad vision. Yeah, and like, didn't give a fuck. And like, I remember one day, I literally, this is so embarrassing. Like, I even told Ryan about this recently. I waited to be the last person in the cafeteria because he was watching baseball on the big screen TV in the cafeteria, waited everyone out. This is a college cafeteria. <laughs> to go talk to him. Why? What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with me? Because, like, I was like, oh, this must be, like, organic time. Like, oh, like. Did you just kind of feel like God, like, it was, like, one of the, because you were around those girls that were like that, you just felt like, oh, God was sending this, like, Yeah, like, I was just, like, supposed to, like, talk to this guy. Like, he literally, probably for granted, I was weird. That probably was weird. And, like, (laughs) but now I'm just like, what the fuck? But, like, yeah, that was probably, like, my most organic way, and I was, like, self-obsessed. Yeah. So, I've just had better luck online, and, like, maybe that's a lot of my anxiety, just thinking, too, like, 
how could I ever meet, meet someone in real life? And, like, but it's hard, though, too, because, like, you meet someone, and then you go out for drinks, and then it's like, oh, do you want to go out for drinks again? And then it's like, oh, do you end up, like, hooking up with them before you actually get to know them? And, like, I have no problem with people who think, like, oh, yeah, like, we hooked up before, like, the third date or anything. Like, there's no shame in that. Yeah, but relationships it's just, can come out of anything. But it's just, like, so, I feel like it's harder for me to navigate in real life just because, like, I know I vet someone so well prior before meeting. Yeah. And, I mean, I feel like that's what works for you, and that's, like... And that's okay, that's and everyone okay. has their yeah. own. I'm, I I personally just... I, I don't even, like, talking to people. I don't even fucking text back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not even anything personal. I just... I really hate my phone. Like, I honestly... I hate this thing. I love it, and I hate it. Like, I love Google, because when I have a question, I can fucking Google it. That's great. But, like, I hate the obligation of having to text people back right away. I hate emails, like, right away. It just stresses me out. So, like, to be in a relationship, I feel like... For me to be in a relationship based on that, like, it just sounds more stressful, like, meeting through, like, getting to know each other through text. Like, I, I mean, like, it will, I mean, then maybe that's, like, rooted in me, like, getting my, I don't know, I don't get my hopes up. It's very rare men that that kind of comes about. So, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just kind of, like, letting it ride a little bit. I just, like, don't, I just, I just know when I'm going to, like, or get, like, feel that chemistry. Like, yeah. It's, it's all about chemistry. No, you know when you know, though. I think that's, like, 100%. Like, you know when you know. Yeah, and so I, and I, I try, sometimes I get a little iffy on that. I'm, like, maybe I'm just being, like. Am I just, like, too physically attracted to them to actually really FaceTime for a couple hours? Okay. I'm not going to text you throughout the day. I I mean, maybe. Like, maybe something cool. Like, it really just depends on how much I like someone, too. It really yeah. depends on that. And that's another thing I know with my brain. Like, I just know, like, if I really like somebody, I will be more willing. It's not going to be even so perfect because I hate texting. Yeah. But, like, I will be more willing to text. And, I mean, I hate to say that because, like, I don't even text. I love my friends to death, but I don't even text them back sometimes. But, like. In terms of, like, daily conversation or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, if I really liked somebody, I would probably text them back more consistently. But I just, like, it's been a while since I've had yeah. a person. Ever. 100%. And I, so, I mean, I, de- I de- actually think long distance would make my relationship stronger. Like, I, I, think, I agree with I that. Think it, I mean, with there's myself. obviously times where I would want to, like, travel together. But there's also going to be times where I kind of don't mind traveling by myself if I have to. And mm-hmm. maybe I need a break from you for a little bit. And I just want yeah. to travel. And that's the thing, too, with relationships. I can't stand, like, the concept of breaks. People are so opposed to it. I think that's so healthy. Breaks? Yes. I think it's so healthy to have a moment of just, like, let me just go off for a little bit. It's like being, like, when you go, when you're Amish or whatever and you have that fucking, like, I don't know. Breaking Amish? Yeah, when you have that, like, period where you can just go experience the world for a little bit and then, like, some realize, like, oh, I love my past life more or, like, oh, I want to do this. I think that can be so healthy for relationships when it's kind of going stagnant. Yeah. When it, like, not necessarily all the time, but, like, I think a break can be so healthy for relationships or just healthy for yourself to know, like, is this really what I want? Yeah, like, am I missing this person when I'm gone and wishing I was home and sharing this experience with them? Or am I loving this so much and growing in myself and maybe I'm being held back? Yeah, exactly. And I think, like, a break is good because it's, like, I'm not necessarily hooking up. I mean, it depends on the boundaries you set with the person. Communication, motherfuckers. But... <laughs> But like, uh, like I, you sometimes need a moment. Like, and I, everybody has their own time. Yeah. Like some people are longer than others. But it really, if you really love a person, I think you you would respect. Like, like, yeah. That's the thing with my ex. Like we actually talked about. And you know what? Maybe we would have still been together if we actually would have just been content with a break. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. But he was so opposed to a break. He's like, no, we don't do breaks. He's like, we break up. We're not doing a break. 
And I, I said it so many times there. I feel like, and that's almost what triggered me. I was like, fuck it, we're breaking up then. Because, like, I just can't handle this shit. Like, I need a moment. Like, I just need a fucking moment. Yeah, and sometimes if, like, your only moment is when you're on, uh, in the shower alone, like, that's not good enough. Like, yeah, exactly. You need, like, an actual, like, where you don't feel yeah. obligated. You don't feel any obligation to this person. You need a moment where I don't text them every day. Like, I yeah. don't contact them every day. I just need a moment. And, like, that's really healthy. And I feel like some people feel so, vice versa, like, whoever is in the relationship, either one of the partners, you can feel so overwhelmed if, like, you're just always, like, it's awesome being with your significant other, like, 24-7, but it's also okay if you need a break or if you need time to yourself or if you just need, you know, a moment to compose your thoughts. Like, that doesn't make you bad. It doesn't make you feel like, oh, well, like, I don't like them anymore. Like, they annoy me. Like, no, like, me time is so important, and if, like... If your partner's making you feel like you can't have me time, then dump him. Yeah, <laughs> like, you just... Them, whatever. Yeah, just... It's okay to be frustrated. That doesn't mean your relationship is in shambles. It just means that, like, your yourself is just craving some time, and you need to respect that. Or, like, like yeah, like, it will take a toll on you, and, like, that's when things get a little bit more rough. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I think... So, the beginning of my relationship, which I, I don't know, it worked really well for me. Like, I'm not opposed to it. But our first six months was long distance. And I think that was, like, honestly, like, really awesome. We spent a lot of time getting to know each other. And then, like, I had moved, taken a job, like, a little bit further away. Mm-hmm. And we, I had a 9 to 5 when we would face, I would come home, cook dinner, do my thing, and then FaceTime before I went to bed. It's nice not feeling obligated to text someone just because you're dating them. Like, I still am my own person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you shouldn't ever feel like just because you're in a relationship, like, oh, it's now it's our life. Like, no, you're too, you're still two separate people living lives who just yeah. decide to talk about it at the end of the day. It doesn't have to be our life. And I get it if you do want it to be, like, one life together, but, yeah. like, I'm such an independent person that I need to, at the end of the day, come back with, like, my own stories, like, yeah. my own experiences, and I still want to talk about it, share about it, laugh about it, yeah. talk about it. Like, I don't want it to be, like, oh, yeah, like, your friends are my friends, like. Yeah, and you know what, I think it doesn't yeah. mean that it was 100% accurate, doesn't mean that it's set in stone and that's how it has to be, like, women shouldn't feel bad or guilty, or even, like, men, like, you shouldn't feel bad if you want to stay home and nurse your kids. Like, you should not feel bad for asking for more time off to go and see your kids play at games. Yeah. Like, you should not feel bad. Or even, like, this is another thing that, like, pisses me off is, like, guys feel so financially responsible to take care of their family and yeah. all the weight is on their shoulders to take care of it because and they can't communicate. Yeah. Well, maybe they have a wife who loves to spend a shit ton of money and, you know, now they're going to have to take out a second mortgage. And I'm just giving out, you know, a very, like, far-fetched example that I feel like is very realistic. But, oh, men, men are definitely impacted by this, too. 100%. Yeah. They feel this intense need to provide, and it's, like, I mean, And not being able to communicate about it. Yeah. And, you know, like, doesn't need to be like that. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it's very much, like, it goes on both sides, but at the same, it's, like, it's Communication. Men, yeah, it really comes down to communication. Like, like this new transformative, like, gender norms is not going to work out unless both people communicate. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, if women are going to work, too, like, it, like, it's crazy how much of our lives are, like, shaped by the ability, the economic ability yeah. we have. So, like, the more, and that's that's why more and more, like, women are not getting in relationships because, like, yeah. they have, 
And, I mean, it's kind of fucked up. It's like, oh, like, I have the money to provide for myself now, so, like, why would I get... Because, I mean, that's what relationships used to be rooted in. Like, people literally back in Providing history... Providing for someone else. It was all about pro- how, what you could provide. It was all, like, here's my daughter for some fucking goats, like, type of shit. Yeah, so I can day. provide for the rest of my family. Yeah, and it's, like, if we... I mean, that it, that's how it was back then, and it's not right at all, but it's crazy because, like, that's not how it is anymore, but I feel like we still kind of have this traditional sense of relationships supposing to be that way. And so it's really going to take a lot of communication and, like, ability to... Make a new socialized relationship. You know what I mean? And it's it does it takes a lot of communication. Yeah, and like just going back to like the like it's gonna make sense, but just like the roles that guys have or feel that they need to provide for, mm-hmm. it goes back into like it's been always ingrained to them since like they were even children of just like providing and being the man of the household if anything happens. Mm-hmm. And like it's even like ingrained in like society in Hollywood, like movies. We're always looking for the guy to come in and sweep the girl off her feet and to save her. Oh, you... fucking movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, it's all Typical around story. us. Yeah. Like, Do you ever think about, like, how much, like, movies have impacted the way that you view real life? Oh, yeah, like, because people the... in other countries view Americans as dumb as shit people or just black people as gangsters. Like, there was an interview in, like, Seoul, Korea, where they asked, what is your stereotype as a black person? They're like, oh, like steal and kill and because they saw like a movie and i don't remember what the movie was but it was like a really popular like hollywood oh, made like, movie like from 2000 mo- there's very little movies that actually like portray like black folk in, an, in a positive light i mean like or they like have them like i don't know it's just like traditional and that's the thing it's like sometimes i'm like okay our, our society is progressed in some ways but it's not in so many others. It's like it's almost like the like the Hollywood scene has not caught up with Hollywood has life. like so much control, and it's also one of those things where it's like there's so many creative people in the world. So why are there not more creative people who are like because they need fucking making intersectionality movies. in Hollywood? Because it's literally a bunch of fucking old crusty white men that are making these movies. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and Jeez. they have this old traditional fucking mindset about it, and it's like but no like some movies are like awesome but it's also like and they're mostly on netflix though nowadays it's because netflix is all about fucking intersectionality and diversity obama's even funded in that shit he's like yeah we're here to educate people on real shit so have you if you've noticed like a lot of the new netflix movies I mean, they're not perfect there's still a lot of flaws but they're really working to like change the way we perceive different like cultures and races and whatnot. yeah and they're just adding in like a lot more diversity and like don't get me wrong like i love hollywood like hopefully i'm there one day but shit, i don't i want to be there but i'm gonna be like party i'm be, like fuck y'all i'm here i'm making money but i still hate you <laughs> I'm just, like, I want to make a difference, but, like, one podcast at a time. Mm-hmm. 